Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What is up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brass Man Reptiles. And I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. We are back after yet another hiatus. <laughs> It's been a whole adventure. It has been a whole adventure. Um, I just got back recently from a tour up in New England. Um, now trying to get life back and situated, getting getting things going here. And uh, and Rob Rob works. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, I've been like hiking exclude like when I get out of work, I'm like, how many hours are there are are there left of sunlight in the day? Let me go hike a little. <laughs> and go herping dude it's freaking crazy i've been to so many different places to go herping around like just the central part of north carolina and the place where i have found the most species diversity like actually seeing species and stuff is two minutes from my house (laughs) (laughs) so rob just go home just go home after It's it's been really bothering me because like <laughs> for the last several months I've been like I don't want to look near my home I don't want to look near here like there's you know these little forests around here and and there's like a hundred acres of woods behind my house so I'm like I don't want to be here I want to go out because there's going to be more things away from where I'm hanging out at and then literally there's a forest between like a preserve near between my house and Kristen's house. And we're like, oh, we'll go out there. And we started seeing like anoles, and we're like, oh, yeah, cool. And then we started finding five-line skinks, and we started finding worm snakes, and we found a ground snake, and we found. You posted about the worm snakes. I was like, God, worm snakes! What is happening right now? Dude, they're, they're like the most common snake that I found around here. It's crazy. And then ground snakes and brown DK's brown snakes are all over the place. And we found a black racer. Oh, super That's- pumped. Heck yeah. I, Dude, I, I spent so much time just being like, I don't want to look near my house. And then I'm like, now every day when I get out of work, I'm like, you want to meet me at the meet me in the middle? Let's go. Okay. We go we go out there every day. <laughs> That's awesome. I know now it's now it's pretty consistently warm. The mornings here are still a little chilly, but mm-hmm. usually in the afternoon it's it's been pretty consistently warm, which is which has been quite nice. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, seeing as how it's still cold uh where we both originally came from so yeah dude i saw somebody posting about uh snow as recently as a week ago and i was like i don't miss that listen i I, I left i left massachusetts sunday night right Mm -hmm. and i started getting people like blowing me up as i was like texting them that i was like going to the airport to come back down here and they're like oh man you're lucky you're so lucky you're missing all the bullshit and i was like what are you talking about? It's actually been, it's been okay. You know, it's been chilly, but okay. And they're like, look at the weather. And they were getting ready to get blasted by a polar vortex. And it was going down to like 15 degrees. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. I'm out. yeah, I'm like, I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm leaving Sunday instead of Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, couldn't, it couldn't be me. It could yeah. not be me. It's brutal. And then uh, I'm supposed to be up there again uh, to do a couple shows the end of April. And I'm like, I swear to God, if it's not warm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it, it at least can't have the, the threat of snow. Like, it can be chilly, but, like, no snow. Yeah. 60, I'm okay with 60. But, yeah, as soon as I see some flurries, oh, it's it's da- it's done. It's done. Mm-hmm. Same, same as I told when I went up to Michigan, I don't know how many months ago, and I was like, if I see one flake of snow, I'm turning around and I'm going, I'm going right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, Bruh. but but yeah, <laughs> I was just like, uh, you know, every time I see somebody post something like that, I'm like, oh well, it's like uh, 70 degrees outside. I'm out in my t-shirt hiking right now, so um, you enjoy that. Yep. Yep can't relate anymore 
<laughs> will not relate. Refuse no. to relate. Yeah, <laughs> refusing to relate for the rest of yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It has definitely been been nice. And uh, and you and I are finally getting eggs on the ground. Hey, look, all I'm saying is this season I was writing off as nothing's going to happen because I was like, I moved my collection very significantly from one part of the country to another part of the country. Uh, everything's going to be discombobulated. No one's going to be interested. And I saw a couple females that were just looking like yep. they need to be with a male. So uh, the, the uh, Ocelot Jungle Jag, she went yeah, mostly slugs, but I got some eggs from her. My West Papuan carpet. She gave me a nice big clutch, no slugs. My oh, Borneo dear. just laid today, April first. It's not oh, a fool's dear. joke. Um, but, <laughs> so I'm gonna pull those a bit later. Um, so Borneo eggs are on the ground, and then my blood python that I paired up. It's looking like she's gonna go too. So that's um, what four for four. Uh, everything I bred went for me this year because the, all the other females either produced last year or need i think they need it they could probably go but i want another year of growth on them before i pair them up so mm. hey man I'll, I'll take it four clutches yeah gold, golden yeah. yeah i i don't know i don't know what what my total of clutches is going to look like this year but i know i've bred five species this year and so far three have eggs on the ground three of the five species of eggs on the ground so uh it's looking like i'll have one more clutch of jungles from a nice big ocelot female that i paired up to a zebra so i'm i'm stoked about that um i don't i do that uh vpi ultra Mm -hmm. dude i i don't know she (laughs) i'm like if she hasn't laid by now she's not gonna lay eggs because she was due two and a half weeks before the super stripe yeah. so uh, huh. so like at this point i'm like i'm just waiting for the poop of all poops <laughs> and uh i was talking to dan about it because that male the the white wall ocelot he and i went in on together so he's asking me he's like hey did that girl lay yet and i'm like dude <laughs> no i'm like i think so yeah but I'm happy with that. Uh, got that one jungle clutch that was laid right before I came back from the tour, which which was a nice surprise because that was a little early. Um, and then it looks like I should have at least three clutches of Brettles pythons this year. Ooh. I'm super stoked about that. So uh, we should have some hypos, uh, some pure pure hypos, hundred percent hypos. Uh, yeah. We also uh, should have some genetic stripe and het genetic stripe stuff. And then uh, I took a hypo male and I bred it to an Afors line, uh, normal female. So the, the Afors, a lot of times people consider those like the poor man's hypo because they tend to be that brighter red overall. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's crossed the lines before and, and maybe I'm going to get crucified because I did it. But at the end of the day, I don't care. It's all, they're, yeah. all, they're all Brettles pythons. So I'm mm-hmm. not, and, and, and I'm marking it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm marking that the lines have been crossed so everybody can calm themselves. But uh but yeah, so I'm super stoked for that. And then now ball python clutches on the ground. I think I'll probably see about a dozen or so ball python clutches uh, Sweet. this year. I had my uh hypo chocolate pin ovulate while I was away. Um mm-hmm. that, that was great. And uh, a couple couple more girls are like right on the edge of getting ready to ovulate. So it's like one more good meal. And then that'll like push them right, right over the edge. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Should see some cool stuff. Yeah. A bunch of like hidden Gene Woma, super enchy clown stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then next year, we're going to try to plug that into some DG stuff. So, Ooh, yeah. Hidden Gene Woma, DG clowns. That's, that's where I want to be in the next couple of years. I can envision that and I'm envisioning good things. <laughs> exactly. I might have to talk to Frank about getting my hands on one of those hidden gene with pides and uh and, and throwing that into the mix as well. Just because, you know, because hidden gene woma. Yeah. Dude. Um oh man, dude. I just oh. I'm thinking about like desert ghost, hidden gene woma, blanking out those flames. 
Mm. Pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it could mm. be pretty cool. So I'm also, uh, I think I talked to you about this, but I'll be downsizing a bunch of ball python stuff after this season. I think I'm, I'm cutting down by almost 60% on my breeder. Um, yeah. So in an effort to make room for more Amazon tree boas, um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. So I'm making, making that sacrifice, which to me isn't even a sacrifice because from a, a business standpoint, it, it actually, it makes a little bit more sense um for me and uh and people seem to really be digging the amazons i've been seeing a lot a lot more posts with people who have them and and stuff so um i'm excited and i want to try to jump in on that before it goes too crazy and then you know the market goes insane so i should hopefully 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 have two litters of amazons this year um yep so we shall we shall see uh one of those uh litters should be from carnage which i'm extra stoked about <laughs> damn oh yeah that's gonna be wild <laughs> yep i don't i saw you made a, a an instagram story the other day of how many holdbacks will jeremy have but related mm-hmm. to that, relating to that borneo clutch i i really wanted to comment and be like i think you should be asking this just in general like <laughs> yeah <laughs> true <laughs> Dude, you said you're gonna make some of those nice, like high red brettles. Yeah. Yep. Joe Joe Kenny was telling me that he's looking for brettles, so uh, oh, really? probably. Yeah, but he wants like a classic, like a just a nice looking normal. So, okay. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, I'll, I'll hit him up though, because even the the fifty percent hypo blood animals look look really nice, and <laughs> you'll never know how much uh, melanin will actually bleed through until they age, but. Yeah. Uh, but they they do especially as they're young they do look like really nice normals um mm-hmm. when they're up like that so yeah you know maybe it's just a couple just a couple his way you know <laughs> hell yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, i'm, I'm stoked. super pumped hell yeah this season's going to be dope i think the the question if people aren't already asking in the chat which what's up, what's up to everybody in the chat uh if people should be asking how many holdbacks will Rob and Jeremy have? And then how many of those holdbacks will be swapped amongst each other? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Bless some stuff. Bless some stuff. <laughs> I was looking at that Borneo and I was like, okay, I need a Borneo from that. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm already haunting my incubators. I'm like, it's been two weeks. Hatch. Just hatch. <laughs> Bro, dude, this is Kristen's first time seeing stuff hatch out. So she's like, how do you just like, how do you just not sit there and stare at the incubator the whole time? And I'm like, because I do that, I will drive myself absolutely insane. So what I have to do is forget that there are eggs. Don't look in the incubator. Check once a month. Oh, so what I'll do, Rob, is I'll take a picture of me with like my very disheveled hair in front of my incubators, and then I'll just send it to you to show to Kristen. This is what happens when you look at your incubator every day. Like every time that she comes over, she's like, "I just want to like take a peek," and I'm like, yeah. "Take a peek. I don't care. Like, do your yeah. thing." <laughs> like if I sit there, I'm just gonna obsess over them and be like, "I wonder if the humidity is." Uh, and I'm like, "I mixed the vermiculite. I know that I did it the right way." Yeah. Leave it alone. Uh, yeah yeah i'm trying i i think i'm i'm haunting the incubator with the borneo clutch just because it's my first time ever breeding borneo so i just i'm Mm -hmm. like okay just wait till babies start poking their heads out and you see little eye strikes and shit you're gonna be like dude i'm probably gonna call you it's gonna be like midnight and i'm just gonna like blow up your phone like dude it's happening. I hope it's on one of my, my three-day weekends because I'll just drive out there and fucking hang out. <laughs> Hell yeah! I love seeing baby Borneos. <laughs> Borneos. Yeah, man, dude. I remember going to uh to Northeast Carpet Fest, and we we stopped over at Matt Minatola's place. Mm-hmm. Like, just had a whole clutch of of crazy ocelot things hatch out. Like everything, and we're all just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird to think like the biggest slash 
you know, most prominent Borneo short tail python breeder is like right there. Like, like it's just so right. wild to because like Borneos are just like up there for me, and it's like, man, he is just he's done so much for Borneos. Yeah. And he's so fucking chill. He's just so awesome. He's just like such an amazing person. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I to be that good. Yeah. Shout out to you, Matt, for just yeah, being... look, for real, <laughs> for real. Yeah. So yeah, I'm stoked. This 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 uh this clutch that I have uh the the parents both came from Matt. They're the first Borneos I ever got my hands on. So damn. Yes, I'm super, super stoked. I've just been raising them up, just whatever. I've just been enjoying keeping them. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even about like, oh, I got to breed them this year. I was just like, oh, I think, yeah, they're probably, they're probably ready-ish. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. Like, so <laughs> I, I think I might have been over at your place and been like, why haven't you bred this yet? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, so, probably so. And I'm like, I don't know. Is it is it ready? I don't know. Hang on. Let me, let me whip out your gram scale. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone message me that last week. They're like, "How big is my blood python? Like, how much does it have to weigh?" And I was like, "I don't know. I've never weighed a big blood python." And they're like, "Oh, well, my postal scale zeroes out at after four pounds." And you're like, "You're gonna need a different scale. You're gonna need a bigger scale. Just, yeah. <laughs> just use your bathroom scale, bro." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, but yeah, I'm so I'm so pumped, super pumped about just Morelia eggs on the ground. I was stoked when I saw your West Papuan clutch because it looked like she was coiled around a really solid clutch of eggs. Solid so. clutch, no slugs, sixteen good eggs. Hell and, yeah, percent uh, to IJ Jag that you produced. So he's got almost a complete stripe on him. So yes. I can't wait to see those babies, dude. Mm. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Hell Don't yeah. worry, we're gonna have to have a pie bald, and then we'll be like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these stupid things." Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like want- I did not want to hold back this many. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, heck yeah! No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a killer year, man. I'm stoked. I just went through and. Um, I got to actually send the emails out, but I just went through and uh, confirmed the various days for, for expos that I'll be doing um, between, I think it was like June and and the rest of the year. Um, mm-hmm. April and May are just too chaotic for me, so I won't do any shows. Um, and plus, I'll just be hatching things in May, so it doesn't really make any, any sense to start going to shows before then. But uh yeah, I think the back half of the year I'll probably be doing like about a dozen or so shows with so so many snakes, so many snakes. Drowning mm-hmm. in babies. If you if you want to throw some shit on the table, man, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I think that I'm going to be in a good spot because the uh, it looks like the Borneo had a, sm- a little bit of a smaller clutch than she had last time two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm expecting probably like 13 from her. And then that other, that, that blood Python that's going, she's on the smaller side. So I'm expecting like eight from her eight okay. or 10, somewhere, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, so that's like what, you know, 20 bloods and short tails and then 20 carpets. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not crazy. Not bad. Cause, uh, I already have somebody who's, uh, talk about i don't know if he wants me to name him so i'm not gonna name, name drop him but uh i got somebody who was like hey if you want to wholesale carpets and i was like God, i don't know what i'm gonna do with these things probably will probably yep. end up holding these to you um and yep. then the uh the jungles is only four eggs so i'm sure i can deal with selling four baby jungles um yeah. or you know i might keep one or whatever but the borneos i don't know what the hell is going to happen come out of that club so it's, yeah, that's always uh, that's always the toss of you. I, I don't I don't need I maybe one or two and then they hatch and you're like, well, you know, six. I, I literally don't know what's going to come out of this clutch, dude. Like the, the pairing is just so unusual that like, I don't know if anything crazy is going to come out of it. So Heck yeah. we'll see. I'm not going to count my eggs until they hatch. So ah, 
Dude, I was I was shocked when uh, when Lenny told me that this girl had laid nineteen eggs. I was like, "Where the hell did she fit nineteen eggs, dude?" I'm like, "Well, he's got smaller eggs, man." They do. No, they definitely, they certainly do. But I, I was just like, 19. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's nineteen babies." So I think just between the clutches I have on the ground now, I'm already over 30, 30 babies. Because <laughs> it's a nine, 19 from that Borneo, 13 from the jungle, and then four from this ball python. So we're, uh, we're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> I think it might be right around the same. Cause I got 16 from the IJ four from the carpets S 20 and then whatever this freaking Borneo's got. Yep. Yeah, and then I'm like the the three brettles that uh, that are looking like they're gonna go. They're all like the biggest of the brettles that I have. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like my my smaller girl last year had 15 eggs. So and all these girls are easily double that size, if not bigger. So. <laughs> So I'm like, is this gonna be like 75 brettles pythons? <laughs> uh, you might be looking at a lot of brettles pythons, my friend. <laughs> I might, it might be. I'm gonna be hitting up Nick and be like, all right, all right, Mutton, how, how many brettles do you have this year? Because I think between just the two of us, we've satisfied a global market. <laughs> and with Casey Cannon, oh my Lanta. Yeah. Oh yeah, with Casey too. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but got a whole, whole lot of stuff going on yeah there's a lot of a lot of brittles a lot of brittles happening but i'm i'm stoked to go from producing one clutch after 10 years to jumping right in and now producing three you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stoked i'm definitely stoked and then uh i i've got i'm not saying who they're who they're gonna end up going to but uh i have got a group of adults that uh that i'll be letting go of um to somebody after this season just as i make space for things that have been growing up and i try to dial in some of those projects a little bit better um there's a lot there's a lot of snakes here rob (laughs) yeah i was like it's funny because that i told people like you know or you know some people see pictures of my place like wow you got a lot of snakes and i'm like i got less than 100 snakes right now so like i'm in a very comfortable space with the amount of snakes that i've got they're like 100 snakes oh my god and i'm like yeah, you only know some of the people I know. Yeah, it's literally like, have you uh, have you checked out Brassman Reptiles? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've got one quarter wall that has a hundred snakes on it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just I'm just dying. <laughs> I've got I've got uh, this is okay. This is funny, right? So going through cleaning all my uh, empty six quart tubs for babies and stuff, and I was like, I wonder. You know, I wonder how many empty slots I have because I knew I had some people who were going to send me some stuff uh, before I had babies on the ground. And I was like, oh, I've got over 100 baby slots. That's that's perfect. You know, it's a great way to kind of kick it off. And by the time I have stuff hatching, I'll be able to move some more things up. So I'll be in a good in a good place. I made the mistake of telling that person I had over 100 slots available and they were like, oh, so you can take like 100 animals. And I was like, no, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, two different uh, scenarios going on here. I'll take twenty. I'll do twenty. Twenty is fine. And they're like, yeah, but you got a hundred spots. I'm like, yeah, but I need to hatch out my own shit first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm looking. I'm like, I need to get uh probably two more hatchling racks. And I'm like, okay, so I know exactly where I'm going. Uh, uh you know, black box cages uh, in, a, in a short amount of time here. Yep. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna have to happen, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm dreading, uh, dreading having to get more baby racks, but it's definitely inevitable. I need a, at least two or three more, and then uh, I'll be okay. I need to be able to fit another hundred slots somewhere. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jenny shouts to me. She was like, "Is there anything you need at Black Fox Cages?" And I was like. I do, but I need to like oh, wait a second. I need to cool my jets right now. I was like, I got a whole bunch of stuff attaching, and then I want to where the incubator is right now. I want to put three foot cages there eventually, but for some scrubs. But yep, yeah, it's, I'm I'm very much like uh, I want to get get some get these eggs out, start moving some, uh, especially the ball pythons, start moving those bigger ball pythons. Um, mm-hmm. 
I can consolidate all that stuff. And uh, I got to sell, <clears throat> I got to sell one of those CB70 racks, um, make the space over there and do that, do that kind of stuff. And then once, once the, once that is happening, then I can look at buying more cages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's, mm. it's never ending, dude. It is really never ending. Never ending. Just, yeah, it's forever, ever, ever, never, ever ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think we're in a good spot right now, though. I think that some, some of my raise ups, when they start getting a little bit bigger, I'm going to be like, eh, am I in a good spot, though? But right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that I need, you know, one or two more adult racks. If I can get another triple out rack or one of those double ARS racks, that'd be mint. Yeah. But I could even, you know, a lot of that stuff could go in CB70s now. So maybe I'll have to buy your CB70 or something. Hey, let, let me know, bro. Mm-hmm. Just sitting here. <laughs> I'm trying to like envision where I would put it. I'm like, nah, that's don't worry about that. That's the afterthought. You you just need yeah. it first. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the bright side, I literally have got nothing in my room. Like my bedroom is huge. It's almost the same size as my living room, which is pretty big because my living room has all my snakes plus two couches and lots of extra stuff. And uh, my bedroom's almost as big and there's nothing in my bedroom really. So I could put it in there if I needed to or like move one of my couches into my bedroom and then put the rack there or whatever I need to do. Look at that. You've already figured it out. Dude, it's done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the struggle. That's why I've purposely <laughs> I've purposely not plugged that rack in so I don't put anything in it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you did, did nope, it's gotta go. It's gotta go. Nope. Nope. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta go. And I've already I've already pulled the Kevin, which is where I like I took because it was a 13 level unit. So yep. the three levels. <clears throat> I took the top three levels and put those on top of my existing CB 70. So that gives me a total of 39. And now I'm basically hitting the ceiling and already need a step stool. I feel like I'm back at nerd. Uh, Mm. I'm several taller than the nerd racks because those racks were 36. These are 36. No, I'm a level higher than the nerd racks. Uh, (laughs) Too much for me. (laughs) No, it's uh. Yeah. So, but yeah, so now that's just a 30 slot rack and uh yeah, it can go. <laughs> it can go. So, yeah, let me know, dude, if you need a CB70. <laughs> um, I probably do. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, who who did I offer to? I offered to somebody, and they're like, "I'll work for it." And I was like, "Nah." nah. I'm like, "I have I have plenty of animals to be able to work myself." I don't. <laughs> I, I appreciate the offer, but nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man. No, but it's it's uh. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking holdbacks. I'm thinking holdbacks. <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> i'm happy that uh i didn't breed any like any really large snakes like i didn't breed retics or anything this year or so mm-hmm. uh, and, and i actually don't don't think i will be um i'm just kind of enjoying keeping them and uh, yeah that's where it's at with those man like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, man, the only way I would even contemplate breeding retics again is, uh, is if I dropped the money on the Ocelot project with Aubrey, mm-hmm. and then plugged it, wanted to plug it into the OGS stuff. But I'm not, I'm not interested. You know, I think they're badass, but I'm not interested. I'd rather just, uh, I'd rather just keep my snakes, man. Yeah, for real. Same, same thing with the berms. I was gonna breed berms at some point, and now I'm just kind of like. No, nah, I think think I'm good. I'm just gonna enjoy the couple that I have, and that'll be that'll be that. This way, I also yeah. never potentially jeopardize our friendship with an excess amount of berms. Listen, man, I told you the ratio. The I ratio. Keep no. the ratio, and we're good. Right. 
So now I can never mess up the ratio. Because look, dude, all it would take is one big ass berm clutch to mess up that ratio. We both know this. <laughs> True. <laughs> it would be like totally accidental. I'd just be like, Rob, I have one wow. more berm than I do short tail. <laughs> I'd be like, you better start freezing eggs, bro. Feed them to something. Make right. an omelet. <laughs> oh, man. Bro. No, we'll keep that ratio exactly where it's at right now. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I'm going to like try to breed the scrubs this year, but honestly, I'm not really. Since I just moved and all that shenanigans, I'm not really expecting much from that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's what it is. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I was looking at a bunch of stuff that's, that'll be ready for the upcoming season, next season. And uh, and then I was like, oh, I really need baby racks. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, I'll have a, a bunch of colubrids and stuff that are ready to go. It'll be more carpets and, and all that stuff. So I'm just kind of like, oh, OK, <laughs> that's a lot of animals. <laughs> yeah, but it's good because I mean, most of it, though, is like stuff you, you is better if you breed every other year. So yeah. Dude, right. I much prefer doing all that, doing that than uh, you know, breeding them back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, exactly. So it just it ends up working out. So with the with the number of females I have, I can do a, a decent number every year without overworking <laughs> those girls. And to me, that's that's the best place to be in. You know, yeah. that so. is the place to be in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I guess it's maybe a good thing if this. Uh, vpi ultra doesn't go um then i can i can get her next year yeah 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 but uh but i was thinking i was like man you know that super stripe is notably smaller than the ultra and the and the super stripe had 19 eggs so (laughs) so i'm like uh (laughs) this this ultra i'm thinking we're we're gonna be like 25 yeah eggs out of that and, uh, I and, uh, yeah yeah yep. 22 uh, 27 yeah uh uh <laughs> hey man, look, I'm all i'm saying is i can always use more Borneos. that's all i'm saying okay. all right good to know good to know <laughs> <laughs> i uh i want to get probably one one more of those double wide racks that uh they'll mm-hmm. just end up being for all the female bloods and, and borneos um and then that single that single stack can just kind of be all the males um mm-hmm. i think that that will end up working out better because that uh the triple wide is what i've been using for mostly my male carpets um and stuff and that seems to work actually quite quite well for them um the couple male bloods that i have in there they're fine in there but uh like that t positive is he's a beefy male mm-hmm. It's like uh, if you get much bigger, eh, you're not really gonna like it in there. So, <laughs> so I'm like, maybe the FP90 is the way to go for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I can't wait to start like really setting things up how I want it. Like I've got everything's good right now. It's just can't wait to get better and better and better and better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm I was looking at like you know, since I'm not breeding the, the berms and the retics, uh, getting those into like six by two by two cages mm-hmm. uh, and just letting them freaking do their thing, you know, cause that, yeah. so that, that'll, that'll happen eventually for now. They're fine in, in the, in the four foot, the four foot racks, but, uh, but yeah, the six by two by two is going to become the, the outfit for them. So I'm, I'm stoked for that. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some things back into cages, um, stuff that I just enjoy, and dude, the Amazons in the cages, dude, yes, are, like the coolest things ever, man. Like they did really well in the FB eighty drawers. The way I had those set up with the uh, the uh, elevated high and everything, they did really well. On those. Uh, seeing them out perch in the morning, you spray them down. They're coming out and perching. They're sitting under the heat panel and everything. It's like, oh man, this is so <laughs> dope. So I'm really enjoying that, and I can't wait to uh, expand on all the Corrales side of things. Um, let me know I... when you get basins. What's that? So let me know when you get uh, basins. Uh, nah, bro. 
I want a basin so bad. I'm not dropping that bread, man. I just I can't. Know, I'm not. I'm not. But like, oh I, man, I wanted one of those since I was really little. Yeah, I just can't do it. I so I'm I'm just I'm enjoying. I certainly love emeralds, both the northerns and the and the basins. I think they I think they're gorgeous. But uh, I've been really enjoying. Obviously, Amazon tree boas, but uh, like annulateds and Ruschenbergi and, and and that mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I almost pulled the trigger on um, the pair of Ruschenbergi that Stephen Cush mm-hmm. had posted a while back, and the the price point was good, but I just I couldn't drop it at that at that point in time. So I was like, okay, I'll pass. Uh, so hopefully at some point when in, whenever I'm ready, I can get my hands on a pair of the Ruschenberg eye. But the annulateds, man, I don't know. There's just something about the rest of the Corallus species that uh, that's really just been capturing my eye um, more so more so than the than the emeralds uh, and the basins. You know, I think again, yeah. I think gorgeous, but uh, I like the other side of the species. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm in and dabbling you know not many you know i don't want to get many i, I certainly want to focus on the portulanus but um like a pair of annulateds and a pair of ruschenberg i think would be would be dope um mm-hmm. dude the ruschenberg are like they're so underrated they're such an interesting looking tree boa dude they are so dope they are so dope so yes i'm i'm interested in in evolving that aspect of things and i think um it it won't be too far-fetched for me to eventually end up with just a wall of arboreal black box cages that's just morales mm-hmm. that's just straight up Corallus. and and i think that's uh that is going to be my happy place with a wall of Corallus and then like a half a wall of uh morelia and uh bloods slash borneos i think that's going to be my happy place. um yeah dude yeah Yep, and then like a rack of ball pythons, and that will be, that will be that. And then, Hell yeah! Wait, wait, but the, but wait, there's more. Then there's the colubrids and the yeah, the colubrids. Oh, God, Rob, there's too many snakes. <laughs> Somebody clipped that. He just said that yeah. there were too many snakes. There's too many snakes. I like too many snakes. Damn it! I, I just. <laughs> I do it to myself every time. But wait, but wait, there's more. And then there's these. And then mm-hmm. ah, ah, mm, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's now that I've gone on that tangent. because uh, <laughs> I know for a fact there'll be more corn snakes that come in. There'll be there'll be some more um not many more corn snakes, but those Lee Abbott pink freaking insane corn snakes. I need those. Yep. And then, uh there will definitely be some more uh mex mex coming in oh yeah some striped mex mex yeah i have one of my followers uh reached out to me and he's like hey you know i saw you do mex mex stuff do you have any striped mex mex and i was like no i didn't know that was a an option (laughs) for mex mex and he sent me some photos and oh yeah i'm getting some of those (laughs) (laughs) those are very nice so yeah I'm interested in getting those and then maybe plugging that into the granite stuff. See, mess with mess with pattern, you know, especially since what most of what I have is pretty high red. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to kind of dabble in that a little bit. But uh, I got we got to run an ad break. I don't want to Do forget. We're gonna run an ad break. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Black Box Cages, located in Buford, Georgia, is your one-stop shop for all of your caging and rack needs. Owners Jen and Clint are at the helm of this fantastic company. With one of the shortest lead times in cage and rack manufacturing, Black Box can satisfy anyone's needs. From baby racks to V70s, arboreal and terrestrial caging to deep-fronted bioactive enclosures. You can find everything you need right here. New enclosure sizes and products are added frequently to their availability, so be sure to check back often. Black box cages have tons of customizing options for lighting and heating. Along with that, cages and racks can be stacked with metal stacking dowels, and all cage joints are datoed for improved durability and stability. Most cage units are flat-packed, but are pre-assembled prior to shipping to ensure a solid build every time. The Micro XC18 XT3 
BioG and 3-Stack V70 ship assembled and all other racks are shipped freight and assembled. The XR16 and XR20 model racks allow keepers to mix and match tubs. Fitting both Vision and Freedom Breeder tubs, you can mix the V15, V18, and V35S tubs, or the FB5, FB8, and FB35CV SC tubs. This kind of flexibility allows keepers to raise their animals from hatchling to juvenile or sub-adult size before needing to upgrade into adult caging. Don't just take our word for it. Go to their website to see countless customer reviews and review videos from keepers all over. To learn more about Black Box Cages, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Cages, and of course their website, www.blackboxcages.com. Links to their socials and website will be available in the podcast description. The Show Me Reptiles and Exotic Shows are taking the country by storm. Dedicated to education, quality, and engagement, you can expect a wonderful experience at a Show Me Show, be it an expo or an educational event. Founders Mickey and Tamara are working tirelessly to not only create memorable expos and educational events, but also to engage in conservation efforts and industry preservation. They are proud U.S. ARC supporters and do a lot to ensure that they spread the word at every show. Find a Show Me Snakes show near you. Shows are hosted in 19 states, from Rhode Island to Florida, Colorado to Texas. There's sure to be one near you. The Show Me Show territory is ever-growing, so if there isn't one by you just yet, hang tight. To find out more info about the Show Me Shows, to book an educational event, or just to learn more in general, make sure you check out their website, showmesnakes.com. All of the links to their socials and, of course, their website will be available in the podcast description. Bam! You guys already know. Massive shout out to our sponsors, Black Box Cages and the Show Me Snake Shows. I'll be going down to the uh, Greenville, South Carolina Show Me Snake Show uh, tomorrow, <clears throat> tomorrow afternoon, just to hang out for a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I have been so I came back from tour uh, last Sunday and have had this week off pretty much. So everything's already taken care of, uh, as far as my animals go. So going to go down and, uh, enjoy after meeting up with somebody to give them their blood Python that they've recently purchased, um, go enjoy some hang time, uh, at a great show. It'll be great to see Mickey and Jen Davis and, and all the other people out here in the Carolinas that, uh, that have quickly become friends, uh, since coming down here. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, as always, black box cages, I make posts often black box cages, go check them out, uh, and, uh, go fill your house with black box cages. Cause that's what you should do. Yeah. I'm just saying, I've seen a bunch of, uh, uh, our friends picking up some black box cages. I think, uh, Sarah just picked one up. Uh, yeah. Dominic DeFalco just got one. And let me tell you, they look Mm-hmm. Look so nice yeah and speaking of dominique defalco she'll be joining us next week okay. damn and uh also which we can talk about this after uh i want to get phil on uh because there's the big us arc newsletter update that went on um yes and we can talk about that too uh <laughs> <laughs> if it is what I think it is about. Uh, so uh, I did a live stream the other day, just kind of uh, the brief synopsis of what was happening in that newsletter um, with uh, an update on Connecticut uh, and uh, the update on what's going on with the Lacey Act. So if you missed that, you can go check it out. Basically, the really quick 10 second synopsis, uh, the Connecticut bill passed, but was amended uh, and reptiles were were pulled off of that. There's now a very specific species list. So while it's not uh, the most ideal outcome because it is still detrimental to animal education, um, it, we did get reptiles pulled off of that. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, and then as far as the Competes Act stuff goes, uh, so obviously the Competes Act had passed the House. Then there's the Senate equivalent uh, which was going to vote. And then what happens is those two uh, go and get reconciled. They get merged into one bill. And our goal has been to pull the Lacey Act amendments out before that merge 
happens and then it goes to uh, a vote. So in the meantime, we still want to be emailing our senators and doing all that stuff and telling them that we don't support those amendments to the Lacey Act that have been shoved in there. So uh, let's keep doing that. But it's been great to see the continued push and momentum for US Arc. And now US Arc has a YouTube channel. Yes. Thank you. Yes. What is going on with that? So I'm it's no, it's awesome. It really is awesome. So you can go check them out. United States Association of Reptile Keepers on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. I need to go do that myself. Somebody sent me the link and it just brought it up. Subscribed. Yeah, I gotta go do that. So uh I'll be doing that and uh hopefully we can get so Phil. <laughs> it's funny. Phil is traveling a couple days before I'm traveling, so maybe we can do a double header uh the day we do Dominique. Um if Phil, if Phil's open, if you're, if you're available, we can talk about that later. Um, but yes, we'd certainly love to learn more about the US Arc YouTube channel and, uh, and what Phil is planning on. Do- I'm just excited to see Phil more. I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> more Indeed. Phil. We're very rapidly <laughs> approaching summertime and that means Daytona is coming up. Yeah. Daytona. It sounds like, popular. yeah, it sounds like uh, the March Tinley was was a pretty great show overall for the most part. Um, over one hundred and ten thousand dollars raised for US Arc, which is always always huge. Speaking of money being raised for US Arc, we're gonna I want to shout out uh, Mickey and uh, Tamara at Show Me Snakes again because it's like every single show they are crushing it with the uh, with the auctions for US Arc three thousand dollars here, eight thousand dollars here. Mm-hmm here that is what this really is about so massive shout out uh to to the team the show me snakes team for uh just continuously raising that bar uh for for show uh show hosts and and all that stuff making sure that we really are doing our part um that's huge and that really is needed that goes a long way for sure um Mm -hmm. so yeah but daytona Daytona needs to happen, and then uh, of course the October Tinley. So I'm uh, I still need to I still need to book rooms. I'm so behind on all of that. Have you booked your rooms yet? No, I will booking flights this week though. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get on that, man. I gotta get on that. <laughs> I was, those are the two shows I really needed to make happen this year. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much where I'm at as far as all the national shows go. Those are the really the only two. I mean, I certainly want to do a super show in California and just and see that. But uh, but I think next year is going to be the year for me to do that. Same, yeah. In the meantime, though, it's Daytona and Tinley. Daytona and October Tinley. Yes, always, 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 always. So, yeah, hell yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for both of those. I'm super stoked for both of those. Those are like the. Uh, those are the family reunions. Those are the vacations. Those are the yeah. It's the hang. Yeah, it kind of feels like a good family reunion. You know, get together with everybody, all the reptile people, and hang out and talk and shoot shit and oh, yeah. go swim with sharks and you know everything. Maybe, maybe you don't swim with sharks again, Rob. <laughs> I specifically had that written on my list of things to do in 2020: is not get eaten by sharks at Daytona. All right. Good. 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 <laughs> I mean, look, if you go back out though with Matt Bowers, I mean, it, he could he could probably punch a shark in the mouth for you. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> a swift, what, what can we say? Yeah, a swift punch to the gill, man. That shark's letting go. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're like they giving you bad advice. They're like, you should put your hand further into its mouth so it can't close its mouth. And it's like, this is a shark. This is not a dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, that doesn't work. I'd have to climb into the shark. And then that really defeats the purpose. <laughs> it's really easier for him, that's all. Yeah, exactly. No, no, if I keep going, it's going to stop trying to eat me. I, that's how this works. They keep telling me that's how this works. <laughs> Oof! What happened to Rob? He tried to prevent himself from being eaten by a shark. Well, how do you do that? He went into the shark. And- yeah, he went into it. He figured he could punch his way out of its stomach or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just the uh, the end results are are still to be determined. 
<laughs> Oof. See, you just see two gauges wash up on shore and be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I guess we know how that uh, how that went down. <laughs> Disaster. Uh, just say no to shark swimming, Rob. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I've never been a person to swim in the ocean like that, but there we were. <laughs> yeah, there you were, risking it all. <laughs> Yeah, unknowingly risking it all <laughs> oh gosh too good too good so yeah if you're going to daytona don't go swim don't go to swim in the ocean at night or first thing in the morning <laughs> unless you have a don't, don't go swimming there that's that's, that's all it is just don't yeah. go yeah just you know a toe go in the wave as it comes to the shore and then that's that's about where you want to be that's plenty yeah 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 that's it that's it <laughs> oh, oh you know what show also i wanted to check out the arlington show i man i was so bummed that i i missed the arlington show earlier this year so yeah arlington definitely want to do an arlington show because that looked like everybody who went had a freaking blast so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Arlington is on the list too. I'm trying to figure out if I can do an Arizona herping trip. I know I need to do a trip to Arizona at some point this year. It's just whether or not it's going to be like a casual herping trip or whether I'm going to be like, uh, I need to put an IV in my arm so that I can uh, mainline liquids so that I don't dehydrate while I'm doing these mountain hikes. <laughs> looking for freaking clobber eye or willard eye or something and so at the end of that trip it's just two gauges that just roll down from a sand dune yeah just oh, dust. Oh. <laughs> it's like, where is rob now i just follow the gauges man <laughs> the rolling gauges <laughs> it's your yeah. compass rob it's if you throw a gauge up into the air it will fall in oh, the, no. the direction for which Rob is visiting. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's that's now you guys know. You know all the secrets behind oh. Rob. I've told Shh, them all. Don't give away all my secrets. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. People message me all the time on social media and they're like, dude, you just find tons and tons of reptiles everywhere and i'm like you don't know how much time i spend in the woods (laughs) yesterday i spent three hours out there hiking and i did not see anything yep well i mean three hours of extensive searching and i did not see a single (laughs) reptile (laughs) yeah dude i mean it's like did you ever watch uh there's like bass fishing shows or whatever and it seems like those guys are always catching fish man and it's like yeah but it's 45 minutes <laughs> they've been out there for nine hours <laughs> uh, nine hours 10 40... days straight exactly. they haven't seen their family they haven't seen their loved ones like <laughs> <laughs> it's just budweiser and fish that's all that's been happening and you're only seeing the 45 minutes of success out of that yeah. entire <laughs> out of that entire period so it's this like they're like, that's my dream job. Uh-uh. More power to him. More power to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can exist. I'm not even getting the footage. I'm just out there herping, just like just trying to enjoy nature. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the those things that's so easily forgotten though. When when you only see the, the highlights, you yeah. on the back end, it's it's not always great. You know, yeah. you have those three hour days of finding absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All I saw was a knolls and a worm snake. I mean, hey, I found a snake. Uh, my Kristen and I have made it a goal that every month we're going to see a snake. And we've done it January, February, March, and now April. Today we found a worm snake. Um, we found at least one snake. Usually it's multiples. But yeah, we're gonna try to do it for the full calendar year, so we'll do an entire year of herping and finding stuff. Heck yeah, heck yeah, that'll be that'll be dope. I mean, it's already dope that you found snakes every month. In January and February, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. We're so used to the desolate wasteland that is the tundra of New England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only snakes we're finding are the ones that got loose <laughs> inside. <laughs> the urban field herpers. Dude, I've been finding videos on my phone recorded from like a, <laughs> a, two years ago. And I'm like, man, I was really good at urban field herping. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, Remember that time those green trees got out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man he's like rob where, where's the green tree oh there's one perched here and one perched there and then the last one oh, it's gonna be in the office and sure as shit it's like wow rob it's like you've done this before <laughs> look i know how to think like a snake for better or worse man sure. <laughs> True, but that's just been so frustrating because I've been herping down here for six months and I still haven't caught a copperhead. I haven't seen a copperhead. Like, what is that? Yeah, okay. It's all right. Soon. Soon. It's driving me crazy, dude, because everyone I talk to is like, oh, yeah, you're just going to be like tripping over copperheads. You won't be able to inhale without being able to spit out a copperhead because there's so many of them. And I'm like... How come I haven't seen one yet? I've been hiking. I've been spending a lot of time in the woods. You're not breathing deep enough, Rob. They're not making it. Their- <laughs> Dude, tomorrow night uh, we're getting headlamps and we're going out at nighttime to go look for them because I'm starting to get frustrated. <laughs> Rob, it's only April. It just started to be April. I know. That's what Kristen tells me. She's like, it has been winter the entire time you've been here. It's just starting to warm up now. Why are you mad? Like, why are you upset? And I'm like, I'm spoiled. (laughs) You're like, it's warm. There should be just snakes everywhere. (laughs) I snakes. I just gravitate towards them. I find them like it, it just happens. So it's frustrating that I have not been able to find <laughs> oh man in due time in due yeah, time I know. I know. <laughs> oh gosh uh also i'm gonna do a shameless plug really quick if you're not already following the carolina herpetological society make sure you look uh we're gonna be announcing very soon uh our first uh open to the public meeting uh, we're just trying to 100% solidify, solidify, excuse me, uh, the location, and that'll be the end of uh, the end of April. April. So, <clears throat> and then uh, in North Carolina, and then I think in May, probably later in May, we'll we'll be doing another one in South Carolina. So, more details mm-hmm. that soon. But in the meantime, you can check out the Carolina Herpetological Society right on Facebook. Just give the page a like. Make sure you turn on those notifications so you know when we post something. And, uh, and we'll make sure that we reach out to everybody that's following that page soon uh, with details on that. So three weeks away, three, three and a half-ish weeks away from actually being able to make that happen. Which I'm pumped. I can't wait. Heck yeah. Uh, all right, Rob, we're getting, we're getting down to the wire. So you know the deal. What, uh, what in the realm of reptiles has you excited about reptiles? There's like a bunch of things right now that have got me excited about reptiles, but uh, the one that I think I already talked about, so I'm not going to count this one, is um, I think it's Nick Stacy, indicator species on TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, he's been breeding those green salamanders, bro. Yeah. Watching them lay the eggs underneath the little crevice, and then the mom has been circling them and watching the little embryos develop, and then them finally hatching. Heck yeah. That has been amazing. I've been like beyond <laughs> excited to watch that as they go. And I'm like just amazed because like it's so far out of my realm of stuff that I work with. So I'm just like, it's so cool. So, so cool. Heck I'm yeah. I'm excited for that. And then um, Herpin's starting to see more snakes. And then finding that Eastern box turtle, dude, last week. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that you were posting those photos and I was like, okay, must be like in a sanctuary or something. <laughs> and you're like, 
nah, bro, it's right over here on the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Five minutes from my house. The spot that I've been hiding for the last two weeks. Yep. That was in the wild. Dude. Literally, we had, that was one of those days where we went out hiking for like two hours and the sun's starting to set and we're like, okay, well, we're not going to see anything, I guess. And we're starting to hike back to the car. And then we stop in our tracks and we're like, whoa. Yeah. And to preface for anybody that's like, oh, it's just it's a box turtle. What gives? That is like the ultimate. Yeah. Eastern box turtles, especially the males, their head and neck are like fluorescent yellow with orange. And then their eyes are like bright, bright red on the males. So it was just like this glowing beacon on the ground. And I was like, whoa that is incredible and that's the first eastern box turtle I've ever found so i was like geeking out i just laid down on the ground with it i was just like oh my <laughs> goodness this thing is absolutely incredible hell yeah yeah i was so stoked when you sent me those pictures i was like dude <laughs> i'm like i'm not there and i probably would have also just laid on the ground with <laughs> with you just watching it meanwhile that turtle's probably like I picked a bad day to wake up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, it sat there for a second and like closed its eyes, and I was there, and then I like touched it, and it like pulled into its shell and closed up, and I was like, "No, damn." <laughs> He's like, "I should have waited one more day." <laughs> yeah, dude. We were like, "I wonder if it's gonna come back out." So what we'll do is we will leave, and then we'll come back in twenty minutes or like ten minutes and see if it came out. We leave, come back. It's like still curled up in the shell. I was like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> but the sun was going down, so we're like trying not to get stuck in the woods at, in the dark. <laughs> yeah. No, that's still such an awesome find, dude. Like, holy crap. Hell yeah. I was pumped. I'm still kind of pumped about it. Excellent, dude, what? Man. So, Jeremy. Yes. What has gotten you excited about reptiles right now? Oh man. Um I'm honestly I'm just, I'm really stoked about this Borneo clutch. Uh just yeah. the first time I've ever bred Borneos personally. So so I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh I'm also stoked about uh the, the pair of Amazons that I'm breeding here. Uh everything seems to be moving in the right direction. She's slamming food, getting nice and fat, and uh, I haven't bred Amazons in I don't know how many years so it's uh it's just another moment where i'm kind of coming back full circle the stuff that i did when i was uh, uh in my early teens so it's because mm-hmm. it's, now now especially being more familiar with those species and and as advancements have been made with those species uh coming back to them i have uh almost like a different set of eyes Fresh you know. perspective. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's much more rewarding than than it was all all those years ago, and it was still rewarding then for sure. But now it's just kind of like, yeah, next level. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm stoked about that. Um, and then I'm, dude, I'm stoked to uh, to be doing Daytona and Tinley. I'm really looking forward to to those two shows and and just hanging out with people. You know, um, I'm certainly coming back from uh from this tour has gotten me really amped and and motivated and uh doing a a festival next week in charlotte um as well so i'm just i'm amped i'm pumped up so uh i want to i want to see my friends i want to hang out with people i i want to geek out about reptiles i just want to do all of that so yeah all of that has me excited about reptiles right now hell to the yeah i'm here for it yeah buddy all right, man. So, Jeremy, if people want to find out more about you and the things that you're doing, where are they going to go? You can go literally everywhere because I'm a slave to social media. So, obviously, right here on YouTube, Facebook at Brassman Reptiles, Instagram at Brassman Reptiles, uh, TikTok. I've been kind of spamming TikTok today with a couple of different things. Uh, so, all of that at Brassman Reptiles. And uh, blah, 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 that's it. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter too, but I, I neglect Twitter all, quite often. So, uh, go follow Twitter if you want and you'll see me post once every seven weeks or so. (laughs) Oh man. All right, Rob, what about you? If people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? 
Yep, you're gonna find me on Instagram at Robert Scriven a Real on TikTok. Robert Scriven a Real and no place else because I mean YouTube if you really want to. I'm in the process of making videos, but it's going to be long term process. I I only post stuff when I find it interesting. So I'm gonna do once all my eggs have been laid for 2022. I'm gonna post a egg pulling video for 2022 and then when stuff hatches out i'll make a video of stuff hatching out i do i'm going to be working on some uh wild reptile videos kind of talking about my climates and some of that sort of stuff but i'm compiling video right now as i go and find things and all that sort of stuff so it's going to take me time to make all those videos but it'll be worth it i think it'll be worth it to me so i don't really care if it's worth it to other people but it'll be worth it to me so I'll do it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All, All right. right. Yeah, we'll catch people next week. It's April 7th uh, with Dominic DeFalco from DeFalco Reptiles. Yes. I'm super stoked. Oh, and the, the super chat to end it from Christina. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, yes. So, yeah, next week, Dominic DeFalco and maybe a double header. We've got to confirm that. But, uh, more on that coming soon. We'll see you guys next week. Take see care. ya.